Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's been brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. This is the Morning Sickness. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. And we're off and running for another glorious day. Happy June, everybody. It's Pride Month. I almost said Twink Month. Pride Month. Day one of Pride. That's right. Have Pride, damn it. Immediately. Brought to you by Bud Light and Target. They're staying far away from. I wonder they're going to do for Pride Mother. Scared to we're death. Closed we're, we're closed today. We're closed all month. <laughs> Remodeling. Can't say anything. We've screwed up. So we've made a mess of things. So yeah, pretty crazy. But yeah, happy whatever it is you're celebrating month and have pride in yourself today. Have so they should call it Confidence Month. It shouldn't just be for one group of people. Confidence Month for everyone. You taking one in the ass tonight? Have pride in that confidence that that's going to be awesome. Whether you're a man, woman, or whatever that next level is that no one understands anymore. That that stuff. <laughs> that stuff. I went to a dinner with Doug Hopkins last night. It's sort of a... The last one? Well, it could be. My last one or his last one. He's having a farewell to food for 30 days. He's going on a Doug Hopkins diet. And I call it a Doug Hopkins diet because it's uh, 30 days of him not eating. And then extreme uh, starvation. And then thirty days of him overeating and bringing it all home. It's a great. It's a great way to reset. So July he can do whatever he wants. Uh, but we were uh, we went to a, a Toca Madera, which he talked me back into because I had a experience there once. And he's like, "Let's go back." I'm like, "Okay." So we went back, had a nice nut. We both noticed though, and talked about like, and everybody I talked to has noticed this. This isn't an age thing. It is a. Uh, uh, it's just a, it's across the board that you know nobody can find good help. They say that it's hard to find good. No, like restaurants are hiring fourteen year old kids. Uh, they're, they're starting to level. Like we can hire a fourteen. If, if your Let's kid wants to age. be here, we just we just want bodies in the building. We can hopefully get. And uh, there's this strangeness, this dead face strangeness, to about eighty percent of the people that work at Toca Madero and all the other places that I go, which are like this emptiness of when you ask them for something, they look at you like, huh, English? It's There's no one home. Can we get another thing of water here for the table? Sure. And not two minutes later, that same person will walk right by the table without water, without anything, have never, like it blanked out of their brain. It's the medication. It is. They're all medicated. There's something wrong. And, and the reason why is nobody with a brain uh, needs to work. It's the same thing as when Hooters or... Uh, with twin, what are those? Uh, was it Twin Peaks? Those those places open yeah. the first month. 
It's the it's amazing. Like it's the hottest thing you've ever seen. Like the models and gorgeous people. And then a couple of weeks later, like it trickles down to the ones that are like, I don't need to work. Quit. And the, there's a couple of hot ones left. And then you know they go through that weird phase after the first two months of opening of that two months of the ones that need the job that are willing to wear the clothes. And then they fizzle out. And then it kind of settles. And the ones that get it make bad. Yeah, the ones that understand I can do this. But now but OnlyFans. Yeah. Here's why. It's tough. OnlyFans exist. And last night I watched tables. Now, this place isn't cheap, right? And I just remember thinking to myself, when I was 20, because there were a lot of tables of girls in their 20s on a Wednesday just decked out. Like, clubbing decked out. And I'm like, man, they, they had to start getting ready at 3 o'clock and, and be ready for dinner at 6 or 6.30. And they look like they are going to the Mo- they're, they're Met Gala. They're going to a – they're just piled on a fr- – it's Wednesday. So I'm sitting there, and every single thing that happened at about nine tables, photographs. And I'm like, that's – because when I was 20, I couldn't afford that place. There's no way I could have even – the clothes they had on I couldn't afford. But they, they, they're going there because they can – I don't know how to afford uh, – It was maybe two uh- – Two or three times a year. If you're that you'd lucky, even think about it. Yeah, if you're lucky, you're going to a place like that once a year. I mean, the yeah. bill is going to be close to a thousand dollars if you're having drinks and there's three of you. So it's yeah, three, that's how three hundred and fifty yeah. bucks a person. I'm guessing because they're they're getting the specialty drinks that come out and they light them on fire and they're probably seventy bucks each. They had a couple of those. Just keeping your eyes on it. You're like, how are they affording this? And then I and then uh, the second I'm thinking that, I get a news alert of a lady who. Uh, sold her she got into debt and sold her bodily fluids on OnlyFans and got out of debt she had thirty thousand dollars in debt she's a medical student she dropped out of school she's like i'll never make this much money as a a, you know physician she's making like eleven thousand dollars a week selling now just her spit because she can't keep up with the other secretions (laughs) dudes are buying it at her she was twenty nine thousand dollars in debt american money like 13 in british money and she's like, well, maybe if I just started to sell spit and with the idea that this is like lube for lonely guys, you, instead of using like the, some concoction out of a tube, you just pour my spit in your hand. I and remember. dudes were doing it. Yeah. Like, Line them up. Yeah. This, she just, uh, it just broke uh, the other day. She's like, yeah, I finally quit. Uh, she's a medical student, just quit her job. And uh, her name is uh, Leticia Jones. She's very pretty, uh, but she's a larger pretty. Like she's one of those sexy big girls, but not fat. Well, and she had a side hustle gets selling her more excretions. Yeah, her spit and bodily fluids. Yeah, her sweat. She got to get yeah. a little extra weight so she can wipe some sweat off and then wring out the towel. Um, she wanted to graduate uh, with her parents. She wanted to be a doctor. Uh, she's like, I think I had doctor before my name when I was a kid. I thought that would be awesome. It started as a fluke, and now I've been doing it for for a couple of years. Uh, she's twenty two. She said I did OnlyFans, and through that I got weird requests for my shower water. Which I'm like, okay, that's, I don't know how you do that. I did a lot of research, dug deep in the industry to fulfill the unusual requests. And then it turned into like, how about some spit, lady? She started spitting in cups. $300 a vial. She couldn't keep up with demand. She was drying out. All right, what's this broad look like? She's pretty good. Oh, I just bumped the button. She's got to have uh, Instagram. That's pretty good. And she's a bigger lady. Yeah. But she's not fat. But she's not like Ashley Graham. No, no, no. Like she's okay. That's what I was worried about. When her big cans make it. Sometimes okay. girls with huge boobs look yeah. bigger than they actually are. And she's in the UK? Is yeah, she? she's yeah. the British. Good looking stuff, but spitting in there. And, uh, you know, she's like, uh, 
I thought it was a joke at first when they said that, and then I realized once I sold it, and it was technically uh, well, she was selling them to guys in Australia first. Like this seemed like that was the coach. She goes, "It's easier than OnlyFans because you got to take so many different pictures." She goes, "So uh, I won't get out of bed for less than ten grand now a day." Cool, ten grand. So I'm like, "Well, there you go. That's how these whores are affording thousand dollar dinners when they're 21 years old. They're OnlyFans in themselves." And the ones who are afraid to OnlyFans are waiting tables, and they're too dumb. So they're just... The one girl struggled to find, like, where the glass landed. It was this slow thing from the her hand to the table. Just a thing of soda, actually. It was a Diet Coke. And the hand just kind of hovered over the table like she didn't understand the table wasn't going to... And then she just kind of slammed it down on that. Look, there it is. There's the bottom. And she just looked at me dead-faced, no words, and walked away. I'm like, what just happened? That took you... Almost a minute. Like a rough moon landing. Yeah, it looked like when the SpaceX <laughs> tries to find its target. It was this weird kind of like, where's the table? And like, that's why there's nobody able to help. People with a brain are like, why would I ever leave the house when I can sell my swampy spit? And... I'd do it. Why, wouldn't, why in the world would you go hump it, busting, busting your ass, waiting tables? I mean, when, you know, you can sit at home and take a picture of your beeve and get $500 from weird Australians who are... Whacking off with some lady spit in a vial. Top of that, I still have room on my credit card. Let's go to Toko <laughs> Right, there's that. But, man, that's one meal. You're not getting... Uh, mom and dad must be paying for some of it. But, yeah, you watch when, you're like, there's no good places to get, like, service. Like, there's some places that still pride themselves in it. But you'll you'll notice that it's not nearly what it was a while ago. Like, I, I had a waiter just come to the table to stare at us. Like, hey, what's going on? Do you work here? Does anybody want a drink? Like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize we were bothering you at your job. You're right about the drifting. Even though, you know, they'll walk by and just, like, there's a fear of, ah, uh, I don't want to go by there because they'll ask me to do something. Yeah. It's an antisocial thing. They don't know how to communicate. It's the, it's the screen nation that's starting to kind of mix in with the non-screen people of the last, you know, the people in their 30s and plus are really struggling with people 25 and lower because the 25 and youngers have had screens their whole life. They don't have personalities. And, not at all. And the majority business. of the stuff yeah. can get delivered to you. Well, and yeah, and they don't understand how come you need to see me to do stuff. Like, doesn't food just show up? And I think it's because there's parents going, you're going to work. And they make them go do stuff. But it's weird. It was this blank, medicated, everybody's, everybody's on something kind of thing. And then you get like a waiter. Our waiter was fantastic. He was like in his early 30s. This kid got it. He's like, hey, how you doing, everybody? It's a, he socially understood interaction. Then everyone around him is just kind of like this weird Instagram picture come to life. That's just like, you want what? Can we get some more salsa? Sure. And the next time we see that guy, he's just wandering by the table. again. like, there's that guy we asked for salsa for. He's just wandering around, not doing a thing with a jug of water. I remember when I was maybe a, they don't mean it. When I was a yeah, I, I was supposed to do something. I think when I was a waiter, when you'd forget making eye contact with a person you forgot was like an immediate reminder. Ah, crap! I forgot your drink. I'll be right back. Yeah, and you just made it a priority. Twice we asked this man bun. Hey, dude, no, no big deal. But we forgot the salsa last time. Okay, and he just leaves. Never ever bring Isn't salsa. That Never you made the list or Never. something. Yeah. Okay. And all he did was wander around with his water. I think he had one directive. The manager's like, you fill water glasses. Okay. If anybody asks you for anything else, ignore them, goddammit. Jimmy, you've got one job. All this morning sickness. 
hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. Let me find someone that can get you some salsa. Is this salsa? No, Jimmy, that's water. You want that? No, I want some salsa. Well, I don't have that. Okay, you got to know where it is, though, right? I'll be right back. And he comes back with more water. I should have left and went next door to Ocean and forgot about well, it. Well, uh, you know, the yeah, food, know. I'll tell you this. It was a spectacular experience last night. Sounds just, like it. Well, no. The, it's just you can't help but notice that we're tolerating that now. It used to be good service was kind of an expectation, and now I think we all kind of we've set our we set back and gone. All right, we understand that we're not going to get what we used to get, and it is weird. Like it's everywhere. everyone's struggling. It's and uh, you hear managers, say, I can't find good help, and you don't realize it until you start paying attention. Like, boy, they can't. Like nobody's any good at this anymore. Can I help you? Yeah. Can I get this, this, and this? Sure. Gone. Where'd he go? Then he comes back again. Has anyone helped you yet? It's you. You did. You were just here. I had a guy come to me in Vegas. It comes to the table, and he it clearly had forgotten everything we ordered. So we're sitting, me and Craig Gass are at the table, and the guy comes back, and he goes, uh, he goes, um, did you get your appetizer? I'm like, no. Okay. Well, I didn't ring that in, right? I didn't want to overwhelm you. You don't want to overwhelm us with food at the restaurant. That's a good idea. Probably the best move you've ever made. <laughs> Megan goes, we're not overwhelmed. Like, okay. Well, I just wanted to make sure you guys were pacing. It's yeah. looking out for us, bro. The reason we came to the restaurant was to pace a foodless experience as long as we possibly could. And then eventually you'll, you'll creep out. And then he goes, and the appetizer, like, did you get the, uh, what was it? Did you get the scallops first? I'm like, uh, you don't remember what we got because you didn't write it down. Yeah, it was crazy. So, good luck out there. But it was very strange. So, but yeah, but if, I mean, look, if I could quit my job selling my spit, I'd be buying vials and I'd be selling spit. If I didn't have to wake up at four in the morning every day to to do this and I could I could equal this pay selling spit, I'd do it. It's only one place that I know that is still a, a machine when it comes to the service. I mean, it's just Hillstone. Oh, Hillstone is a but they there's if you notice. There is no one at Hillstone that's under like thirty five. Exactly. Yeah, there's that's no one but, there that's but young. You're gonna get You're gonna get the best the service. Best platoon and, I totally agree. But you, you try to hip up your restaurant with some youth, these chicks and the and the bad thing is is Token Madero like got a look. Like it's pretty. Yeah. And uh, there it smelled like a fire in there for a little bit and a fire alarm went off. And I'm like, this is gonna be the most gloriously pretty stampede you've ever seen in your life. These there's gonna be heel marks in everybody's foreheads. It's gonna beautiful. But they've got pretty people. I imagine the turnover is r- ridiculous. They have six hostesses. Because you know that one couldn't handle the charge of people coming in. So they got six of them up there. At any given time, there are five just standing up there doing nothing. Looking great. It's like, could you imagine if you put that system, the Hillstone, over there oh. and double their sales? Well, implement it with the uh, hot 35-year-olds. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> 
We had these dead-eyed you – know, you know what it reminded me of, and this is an old man thing, those Robert Palmer videos where he had those girls in the black dresses that were just kind of zombie women. Oh, yeah, look, going back That's and forth. the whole staff of Toka Madera. All the girls are kind of these zombies. That are, the lights are on, but you're not home. Do you want some water? Well, you came out of the TV from a Robert Palmer video. Look at YouTube it, kid. You know how to do that. But that said, the waiter was awesome. It was just so strange. We all kind of – everybody said it like, you know, it's weird now. You go places and – it seems like half the staff is drugged out of their brains. Yeah, so you got to go places where pride still exists and uh, work ethic and stuff. And you're not going to find that with anyone under the age of 25. It's not happening. They're just waiting. Just like, why are you asking me to get a call Amazon? They'll bring it to you. Heck, it's a good point, kid. I got to go spit in a jar. I make $11,000 a day so weirdos can jerk off with my spit in Australia. There you go, Brett. You, <laughs> there's a whole Toka Madera staff that's his band. And they look a little more lively. The, the whole weird thing about this was, I remember this video coming out and everybody's like, this is misogynistic. Like, he's drugged women and he's got sex zombies. Oh, great song. So this is the, this is the host staff? It's all of them. Nice. And then you'll see one hard worker, and they stand out like they're on fire. There's a girl there that's just gorgeous. The tattoos all over her body. She's beautiful. And she busts her ass like, that one's a hard, like, she's killing it. You can ask her for stuff, and she most, like, 80% of the time she's going to bring it, which is <laughs> well, that's good numbers. really for high numbers for the youth of that staff. But our waiter was incredible. He was great. And uh, Doug Hopkins' new thing is to tell waiters to come up to me. And then, like, he'll go to the bathroom and tell the waiter, go, hey, go over there and say, aren't you Dave Pratt? And I always laugh. So my new thing is to have waiters look at him and go, hey, I know your TV's Doug Hopkins. Um, you lowballed my grandma and stole her house, you mother <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. Don't make them say that. I'm like, don't tell me I'm Dave Pratt, prick. <laughs> and then we hug and we have a great night. It's fun. That was a great. That was a lot of fun. Then my phone blew up yesterday because uh, some dude named Holmberg killed some people yesterday. I don't know if you saw that one. A guy named Kevin Holmberg in Chandler. Uh, it's horrible. It, the headline says, Pregnant woman, unborn baby killed in apparent murder-suicide in Chandler. And the the dude's name is Kevin Holmberg. I'm like, is this a relative or what? No, no relative. He's, I am no longer the worst Holmberg in Phoenix. Great. I'm actually keeping the name good. Yeah, he, uh, so about no, one in the sister. morning. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> when I saw the name Holmberg, I was like, wait a second. Which one got it? Uh, yeah, they said uh, 41-year-old Catherine Holmberg uh, was supposedly in danger because there was calls coming in. And this Kevin Holmberg guy off the family took him out. And I'm like, oh, no. But uh, I, I like 30 emails. I don't know. It must have hit the news at the same time. But no, that is not me. That's a tragic story. No one in my bloodline involved either. Just similar name. It's exact same name, actually. Not even similar, but it was a, a one after another. I'm getting like, I'm like, pick my phone up. I'm like, I got 16 texts in like five minutes and then you got better. through all those and then I had another 20 come in about five minutes later. I'm like, yeah, Kevin Holmberg is not my relative. I have to make I that clear. I would call Dan and ask. No, it's not. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think he'd have given that. My dad wouldn't. He'd have Toledo that situation. He's not going to hand the name out and then try to hide it. Yeah. But yeah, how crazy is that? No picture but, uh, of the guy. Yeah, there's no photo of him. Maybe, I, hope he doesn't, I hope he's not a bald dude That's with what a I'm looking big for. nose. But yeah, no relation. So I can clear that up right now. When you hear that, don't even ask. If you wonder if that's Holmberg's, but no, it's not. Nothing about this dude and I are related. Not even a little bit. Oh, murder-suicide. Yeah, Kevin or terrible. Kate. 
Uh, here you go. You got a picture of him? Yeah. Does he look like me? Nope. Oh, geez, that's a furry Holmberg. Yeah, that's definitely not in our bloodline. Oh, my <laughs> God. He's only 41? Well, not anymore. He's 38. He's yeah, 38 yeah, years yeah. old? Earth years? What the hell has the rotation of this planet done to that guy's body? He looks horrible. Meth is a beautiful thing. Well, that was a that was a tough day. Took out the Holmbergs. There's less of us. But it's not my family. What a tragedy. Well, you know, he's a great citizen. He's already got a mug shot before he killed yeah, himself. So, you know, a good mean. point. Yeah. You, you, when they can use your mug shot as your this guy killed himself yeah. photo, you're right. But yeah, stop asking because it's not me. But that's an awful story. Just you know, I don't. I wonder if you search me if he comes up now. If you just search Holmberg, if he pops up first now. There's my. Uh, I got to get that back. You know. No, it's got to be. <laughs> well, you just put Holmberg and see what comes up. It's Arizona. Yeah, Holmberg, Arizona. I wonder if it'll be. Man, it must be him or me. Isn't that guy the uh, the yachting guy has John Holmberg? Yeah, it's right? John Holmberg. And yeah. there's another. There's a Kevin Holmberg that says accomplished sailor. Lucky. He was a sailor, Looking too? Looking to take on more. I don't Look think Look at all the pictures one. of me. There's me and Jack Ham. All right, so if you search Holmberg, Arizona, I'm still number one. The murderer didn't take my place. And then uh, David Holmberg, David Holmberg who played some baseball. Okay, good. Whole loads of me. And then that old man in the middle, Rodney Reno Holmberg. <laughs> hey, Rodney Reno. Okay, I like all that. That's still good. This dude hasn't usurped me. Nice picture here. That's a good one. That's, that's me talking. That's a video, you Put jackass. Yeah. Nice still, though. It's, I know. They, look, you look like Kevin Holmberg in that picture. That looks like a mugshot. That's a good video, actually. It's funny. The, it? the, the still is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. A bunch of us. Still still the Holmberg that... Uh, the good Holmberg, they say. Because David Holmberg turned out... I remember when David Holmberg played for the Diamondbacks. I'm like, look, jackass. Don't come in here giving up towering home runs and make this a, you know, don't Buckner my name. Well, I worked hard to make this thing kind of acceptable. Uh, I don't need David Holmberg's, uh, you know, flipping. There's Dave Holmberg, the there. philanthropist. Oh, there's a lot of good Holmbergs. Are they all in Arizona? Uh, I put in Arizona. Okay. So. And we're everywhere. Not related Shit. to any of them. Uh, it's good. It's some solid ones. And there, there we are again. Spectacular. Hey, there I am in a shirt I don't have anymore. I wonder what happened to that shirt. I like that shirt. The green one. This one? Kevin Rowe. No, going up. Yeah. I don't know where that went. I got to look for that. <laughs> that's a yeah, fine that's a shirt. It's a good shirt. I. Where's that? Anyway. No more Kevin Holmberg. I can't take that stuff. Brady, I don't know if you noticed this, but... Uh, there's an airline in New Zealand that weighs people before they get on the plane. I I do know of it. You do? I've you've, never you've been, been allowed. You're, you're not on that plane? Some lady's throwing a fit because she's like, it's safety measures. Or a New Zealand air is like, you got to hop on the scale before you get on this plane. Now, I've been on planes where they had to weigh me. Uh, it was a little jumper from Puerto Rico to St. Thomas. That was a small plane. And they had to weigh your bags, which they do anyway. And then you had to climb on a scale. You had to give them a weight. And I think if they looked at you and went, that seems right. They'd let you on. I had to get on because they told them I was 195. and they didn't, I don't think they thought I was that. And it was right on the money. So, you know, we're all telling them our weight we get on. And then the bigger people would say something ridiculous. Like, I'm 140, but only in pants. And my shoes probably weigh through for, all right, later, get on the scale. And they'd weigh you. Well, there's a... I've been on an express one where there's, you know, a seat on each side. They'll move you. And they'll, they'll move you. Yeah, yep. they did so that on our plane. too. like, look, everybody sat on the left side. 
we got to move a couple people over here on the right to balance this prop plane out. That makes Our sense helicopter. To me. Uh, right. You had to sit in the middle, and we all had to ballast that. <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah, we went been a helicopter ride in Hawaii. They're like, yeah, let's make sure the weight's right because we got some biggins in here, and it was just me and Brady. <laughs> but it says uh, the goal isn't to single out passengers who might contribute to the plane being overloaded. Uh, it's just to gather world information. That's what the lady says. And the they need and or the the airline. I'm sorry, the airline says that. And the reason why is like if we could weigh them and find out what most of the passengers weigh, we can change the insides of the planes to accommodate this. So it's more of a research thing. So they're not doing it for the plane's balance, or it won't. You know, it'll it look. It'll stay in the sky with fat people on a plane. I've been on a plane recently. Now uh, you have no choice but to fly with fat people. But they're that's really, one you don't mess around with. What? Like the planes, you always hear of the, there was one that happened a couple weeks ago. The plane was over its limit of luggage. Right. And that's the reason why it went down. But that's a small plane most of the time. These are like. And it was a these are, pilot. Yeah. Well, there's some of that. There's your jets. And they're like, we, you know that they say we weigh the plane every time. Like we know how much is on there. So we don't need your individual weight. We can figure it out. Uh, we weigh the cargo, the meals, the luggage. Uh, for customers and crew and cabin, we use averages, and we're noticing that the average is different. So no one can see your weight, not even us. Uh, we just want to put it on there, and now they're trying to figure it out for that. And all I think to myself is if someone says step on the scale so we can make your flight better in the future or for safety reasons, the only way you'd be upset is if you hate yourself. I'd climb on a scale. You want to get on the scale? Yeah, sure. I'm not going to think it's in a... The only people who are worried that it is an affront to their privacy are people who are huge. Yeah, just the pigs. Yeah, yeah pigs. Pigs are going to be upset at this. If somebody if somebody tries to weigh you to get in a place and say, "Hey, we just want to make sure we're, you know, we're on, we're on point. This is, you know, this thing's up in the air thirty thousand feet. We can't overdo it. We weigh everything." That is a that is a you're violating my civil rights. No, I'm not, lady. You're just mad because you've let yourself go. Now get on the scale. We're not going to announce it to the rest of them. You know, we're not going to sit back and go, all right. Batch number 55, 321. You believe it? This lady is ballooned. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to do that. But They'll just hear from me. I, I was eight pounds lighter at home this morning. <laughs> right. I think your scales. <laughs> scales how off. many people who are a little bit larger? I think your scales a little heavy. And you got people taking all the change out yeah. of their pocket. <laughs> you know, that's going on the yeah. plane, too, dummy. they got to weigh you in your current condition. 292. At home, I'm 250. <laughs> you're, you're, no, at home, you're 292, just like you are here. You've set your scale to lie to you so you don't have to work. What kind of scale is this? Yeah. Apparently gravity don't work the right. same at your house <laughs> right. that it does here at the airport. Yeah, I got uh, less of it. I'm floating. <laughs> yeah. Because you're hanging on to a couple of bars to lighten up. Nah, 250, we're good. But if you're upset about being weighed before you get on a plane, it, it's just an insecurity you have. I don't. I have no issue with that. If they want to make airline seats a I'm little bit bigger. I'm stripping down on my boxer briefs just to make weight. Look, this is the time we need fatties more than ever. If you if you people still keep getting bigger and bigger and the airlines start noticing, well, the passengers are huge, the seats will get bigger. It benefits people like me and Brett. Mm. Seats will get bigger. Yeah. Um, the, meals might get, the meals might get better. <laughs> if, these, if it's mostly lardies, Flying around, those we're going to be Brett. You and I are going to be in love seats in these oh, things. Man. This is great, <laughs> and I'm not. What the? You're not. No, sir. You're going to be a double belter. You're a double belter, Brady. That's the day. Remember when that was a controversy too? When somebody would you, you got to wear two belts? Oh, that's an that's an affront to my civil rights. 
you got to make the belts bigger so I'm not embarrassed publicly. The belt is what embarrassed you? You hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? Holmberg's morning sickness. Not the reason you need the belt. I don't need flight. it pointed out. You don't need it pointed out because you are a walking globe. Look in the goddamn yeah. mirror. You are pointing it out with every step you take in public. But if this is the That's case. That's my limit. What's that? The if double I belt? ever have to ask for the extender. The double belt. Yeah, and nobody then, ever does that loudly. I'm like, just run me over. Yeah. Did you, didn't you? did that lady once ask you if you needed it? And it was like, oh, i got to punch somebody in the nose. No, I've never, I've never had the. It's never been that close. Uh, but I got to the point because, you know, I, the last flight I was on, it was two for two. The people that I sat next to, both double women, belted. Man, and had to ask. Look, we need them flying. If, if we're going to start weighing and it's for research to make the seats bigger, do it. I want to be swimming around in a Lazy Boy next time I'm on a, a, a flight across overseas and it's just coach. I'm like, look at this. Fatty's made it so we have huge seats now. Ever, Change it up. You ever get those those fatties that sit there and they they, they refuse to get the double belt and they <gasps> yep they, they suck in their <laughs> gut it around yeah. their thigh. yeah it'll hold me and as soon as the light goes out it's <laughs> just <laughs> oh I got released <sighs> I can't believe I just wear these <laughs> stupid belts on the <sighs> when's food get delivered the tray can't come down oh yeah yeah I've seen that oh that's my favorite or, or they, it sits on their belly they still they still do it and it's on a 45 across the top of their belly and they still act like they're normal they just hold the drink on it yeah. there'll be no food service due to uh, turbulence and we're sorry what uh, what <laughs> this can't be I'm not oh my god <laughs> he was hiding a gun in How one of his folds <laughs> yeah so if you people are you, we need to weigh everybody getting. I'm all for that. Hop on and go, okay, the average weight of this flight, uh, female and male, about 285. If I'm looking at Americans, that's what I'm thinking. About 270 to 290. That's pretty average weight. Us 200-pounders, we're going to be sitting there just with our feet up, floating around on the plane. It'll be great. But it be too much room. We might have to squeeze a couple people in our little love seat. And some ladies trying to sue the airline. I can't believe they weighed me publicly. You know you're walking around. We can see you. You know that, right? Like, we don't need a scale to know that you're... It wasn't some hot model that's like, how dare you weigh me? It never is. Hot model, climb on a scale. Okay. 114. Nice. (laughs) That's what they're really mad about, is when the model gets up there and they see 125, and then everybody starts clapping. There comes Margot Robbie walking up Yeah, Margot Robbie. Sure, I'll jump right on. And then you got to climb on that thing and show, you know... The, the first number that, changes to a two. It's like the price is right when you miss the guess on the car and you got to change the first number. 213? That's not right. It is. How is she 125 and I'm 213? Oh, it's easy. You're two of her. Okay, now get on the plane. <laughs> here's your extender. Yeah, here's your giant seatbelt. <laughs> Food's going to get delivered once we're in the air. Don't ask on the ground. It's not happening. You can't get an early bird, okay? That's not right either. All right, just, just roll over there. <laughs> You didn't even provide a rascal since it hurts to walk. Oh, my God. And you're mad about the scale? Some would like the fact that it would cut down on the airline travel amount of people doing it. Uh, the other factor is that people, you know, what a pain. Another delay in the flight process. Yeah, it's not going to take that long to hop on a scale well, unless somebody the, throws a fit. Well, you know yeah. that's going to happen. Right. I know, yeah. but, that, but that's what I'm saying. Look, f- Chunks. 
Get on the plane and follow the. Just get on. The problem is that people will slow down for their own personal needs. It's selfishness. If they ask me to weigh myself to get on there, I'm going to do it real quick so I don't hold up the line. That's the key to the whole deal: is people holding up line. You don't argue with a person about getting. If you argue, you're off. You can't fly. And there should be a weight limit for those seats. Otherwise, you got to pay for two. Kevin Smith had to do it. Kevin Smith, the guy who, uh, you know, the genius behind Clerks and all the fun, when he got on that Southwest plane and they made him buy two seats, he's like, I, this is terrible. He's like, but you know what? I was taking up two seats. He had the decency to notice it was embarrassing. You take up a couple seats, you pay for a couple of seats. It makes sense. They threw a fit about that, too. They need a cattle call on the back. So if you're That's over this idea. weight, your ass is in the back. And you pay a little extra. Right. You're taking up more space. Pay by the pound, I say. <laughs> the ticket should be by the going pound. To the deli. In fact, we don't have to weigh you. Exactly. It's like going to the <laughs> deli. It's the air deli. And you on the online, when you're booking your flight, approximate weight. And then just say, anybody 10 pounds off. From this to the actual scale, $100 fine. They charge it for your bags and everything else. Oh, yeah. $100 fine. Approximate weight. And then you got to put your weight in and then climb on the scale. To, like, it's like going to Red Mountain. It's like, how much do you weigh? And you tell them and they get on a scale and they just look at you and shake their head and like, no, you don't. It's a $100 fine. It's almost a reverse. The first, you know, it's a bigger seat, but you'd pay accordingly if you're a bigger person. Because right? I wouldn't do the back thing right off the bat because if they're coming in the front. You don't want them in the back. Takes Take forever, forever to get back yeah. there. Then if they're yeah, you put them in the the biggin seats up front. Well, just there. open the cargo hall. You'll be fine. <laughs> just 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 have a little <laughs> stairway right there. Bag them downstairs. That's right. You people can't be up here with us norms. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny to me that there's a there's an uproar. Like oh, weighing us before we get on a plane. But then people will know. Um, they know. I've never seen a hot girl get mad about the scale. I'll get on it. Dudes won't care. This is about chicks. Chicks getting on, worried about people noticing that they're they're in spanks and stuff, and it's all squished in there. <laughs> Hop on the scale for our safety and our future. Now I want nothing but fatties flying. What? But well, it'll make the seats bigger. Yeah, we'll be, be flying C one thirties instead of seven twenty seven. Or that so. would be great too if you're a little bit bigger. Right, your C one thirty will take you over to San Diego <laughs> later today, but we can't get you on the Southwest. Why not? We both know why not. You don't want to make. I'm not making this public. The seats are just that woven nylon parachute <laughs> stuff that you have to sit on. Lean on a wall. Like Operation Dumbo. Yeah, Dumbo drop. <laughs> Sitting there with straps under your belly, hanging in the middle. That would be even better. You don't even give them seats. Hang them from the ceiling of the plane like giant cargo in the back. And the, anybody over their weight is like, eh, I can't sit in a normal seat. I got to get hung like meat. I think it's great. New Zealand Air, you're on to something. Sorry about that. You've got to climb up on the scale before we even allow you on the plane because you could force it into the earth with your massive amounts of girth. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for that. I'm thinking about weighing people before they get in my car. I think that's actually pretty good. It's just a survey I'm taking. I don't, why don't you climb on the scale here and make sure that my shocks aren't cheap. and uh, Elevators. Yeah, I don't want my... Uh, I paid a lot for the suspension of this Jeep. I'm not really sure. I want you mucking that up, driving around the road. Got to figure out if you got to bring the F-350 that day. Let's <laughs> put you in the back. <laughs> like we're moving Shamu back to SeaWorld. Let's just lay you down in the back of this truck. I got buckets of water and a team making sure you get enough fish. But yeah, I find it hysterical because, that you know, the lady that was embarrassed went public. They tried to weigh me. It's like, well, 
Well, yeah, and you're mad because I'm looking at Yeah, I see exactly why that would piss you off. Yeah, they moved a big guy in a plane, uh, that little tiny plane from Puerto Rico to uh, St. Thomas. They asked him, could you scoot over here? You're on the side with all the people, and if you stay here, we're going to spin like a top. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to counter this like a crane. Yeah, all right, I'll get over the other side. And he pigged his way over the other way. I had to move over to the other side, too, because there were too many men on one side of the plane. It was kind of neat. Yeah. I didn't know that that was a thing, and I was already nervous about the prop plane. I didn't know that they did that. And that they eyeballed it, which was even crazier. It's like, all right, we got – it's looking big. Why don't you two move over there? They got the big guy over. It was they said great. to me, could you move over on this side, and we'll move the family across from you. <laughs> We're going to move that family of five and put them where you are. We're going to ask you to go lay down in their seat. <laughs> Yeah, anytime somebody, and that's just a, you know, it's eye-opening. But anytime somebody says, we step on the scale for safety reasons, and you get mad, you're not mad at the scale. You're mad at yourself. I'd do it in a heartbeat. Uh, don't be mad. Just get through it. Get us through this line. Uh, speaking of things that aren't going to make you mad, it's uh, post-Memorial Day. we got to send Brett out on Thursday, starting this, uh, a couple more weeks of this. Brett's going to help out. Operation Hydration is back again. You can believe it. I can't. I can't believe how fast this snuck up on us. We've been talking about it like, is this this week already? It sure is. Operation Hydration is back with our friends at Lerner and Row, Port of Subs, Liquid Death, Mountain Water, and uh, Lawson Family Plumbing are involved this year as well. We've got a whole bunch of people helping us out. And now through the end of August, you can stop by on Thursday mornings where Brett's going to be. This morning, you are out at uh, the Safeway on, what is it, 3rd Street and McDowell? Something like that? Is yeah. That right? Yeah, 3rd Street and McDowell. Uh, you can drop off water. Safeway Albertsons has water inside. You can dump it off here at our KUPD studios on 52nd Street in the 202 McDowell area. Uh, you port a subs will take your stuff. You want to drop off there. You can make a donation online, 98kupd.com. You can contact our friends at the Phoenix Rescue Mission, uh, and you can schedule your own drop-off like the beer team, Arizona drinking team. Yeah. They're always uh, semi-trucks full. And Scotty told me that they're going to top last year's too they're gonna so, top last yeah. year they'd semi they brought a semi truck yeah semi truck packed full of water as heavy as it. and again they had to weigh it so they didn't blow up the tires yeah. in the back of a semi truck they had so much water so uh this morning brett's going out there he'll be out there in a little while uh to the safeway on third street in mcdowell and you can go over to say hi brett how are you and then go inside and brett's gonna go i don't know about talking with you while you don't have no water <laughs> this is they got an obligation uh but brett's gonna have all yes, sorts here over 200 oh, oh! <laughs> are you you're bringing Treats and stuff, I assume. Right? I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. That's the first one. I don't even know what's That's going right. on. Yeah, I just know where I'm oh, going. You've got tickets to Disturb. Oh, cool. you got tickets to The Offspring. you got KUPD stuff all over there. So if you drop off a case Cancer of water. Cancer-free Disturbed. That's right. It turned benign out it was a benign tumor, tumor on oh, Dave's good. arm. which would, uh, Just wait and announce the whole thing. They told us he had a tumor removed, and we had to wait for his results. Uh, disturbed and Offspring tickets. we got that KUPD stuff. Just drop off some water for Operation Hydration and help out uh, a very big problem in the city which is the growing homeless situation uh in you know, phoenix you don't right? think about it right away because we, it hasn't been that hot yet right so everybody's just kind of it's kind of out of sight out of mind but it's coming oh it will it's be it's coming and it's yeah it's it's starting probably sunday is the last time we're yeah. going to see normal because it's starting like 103 105 107 we're going to start seeing that stuff jump but uh and you know what that's fine because they can use it for all sorts of different things there's going to be wildfires like crazy yesterday there were two in the city that smell in the air you got right now is that awful mulch fire in queen creek happened out there in uh, the the south valley and then i was on the 51 yesterday it was closed 
for no reason. There's fire trucks all over the place. It's still smoking there. That mulch thing. But there was a fire on the side of the uh, on-ramp from the 101 to the 50. Yeah. You should have seen the response to that thing. It was huge. And it was just off uh, next to the freeway, down off the uh, the flyover ramp. And you're like, wow, that's, we're going to have some fires this year, all that rain. So it's used for all sorts of different things when we got all this water for uh, projects if we have extra. But most of it's going to go to people walking the streets. And there's no reason, I say it every year, no reason that this city at 1.7 million people in just Phoenix proper should have anybody dying because they can't have uh, water. Because there's a lack of it. So fill up those water stations, and we love the help that you guys give us every year. Uh, we load that place up, and they run out fast. They need it. So it's a good thing. Uh, help us out, Operation Hydration. That is where Brett will go in just moments. Before that, let's find out what we get for a wake-up song. Call us up, 585-9800, and put in your suggestion. Mr. Vestley will handle that. And then we'll play it scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness, brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a brand new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details.